All right, welcome back to the Prospecting Show. Today is December 2nd, and we are actually past one year on the Prospecting Show, over 100 episodes released. And today we have Jared Syke Lawrence on the call. How are you, bud? I'm doing great, man. Thank you for having me here. Yeah, absolutely. So you're kind of a, a unique scenario. I know we talk a lot about um, the different agency groups that we're in and the, the services people offer. You have a very unique service. We have coaches and consultants and, and you know business owners that come on the prospecting show and talk a little bit about what they do. But you are like hyper, hyper niche down into something you know that that's that's unique. So to maybe start things off, uh, tell us what you do, and then let's rewind to how you started. So what I do is I help men live the dating life and social life that they deserve and that they want to have uh, in, in their life, right? So I teach the skill set that helps guys get better dates, get better quality women, build up a social circle and build up a lifestyle and walk into a room and be able to be charismatic, be able to be, you know, be, able to, uh, be social in almost any environment. There's a lot that goes to it, but most people find me because they want to get better with women. They want to have a more fun, active dating life. Yeah, and and so you know, this idea must have came to you through some kind of channel or pathway of like, hey, this it could be better or it could be different. So like, what's the story? Let's rewind backwards and like, how did you get to where you are now? Sure. So we're kind of rewinding backwards. Uh, I was always kind of like the shortest kid in my class, the fattest kid in my class growing up. Didn't have many friends awful with women and i went through middle school this way high school this way where i was just very clueless and i thought that's just how it goes some people have it and some people don't right so i remember going to high school and i was smart i was able to get good grades i tried to offer this girl i'll do your math homework if i can get a hug and she had me do her math homework and then at the end of it she's like no i'm not gonna hug you i don't want to do that I was like, okay. Uh, I had two friends throughout my high school, throughout my childhood, and one of them finally invited me to a house party in high school, and I go, and I'm so excited, my first ever house party, and the girl throwing it with me standing right there, looked at my friend and go, why the hell did you invite Jared? Like, with me, like, as if I wasn't even there, and I'm just like, okay, I guess I'm definitely not wanted here. I remember dating uh, this, so I had this reputation where I'm like undateable. And we had a foreign exchange student come in uh, from South Africa, Gabby. And she didn't know about my reputation. And by sheer luck, I think I was just next to her in class all the time. And she was like forced to interact with me. I was able to convince her to be my girlfriend. My first ever girlfriend, super excited. Dated her for a year and a half. Was saving myself for marriage for her because she didn't believe in premarital sex. So I was like, I'm going to wait till marriage. And after a year and a half of waiting, she ditches me and loses her virginity to another guy. This guy, eight years older, uh, military, like, you know, Dang. buff guy. So I'm like, what is wrong with me here? And I turn to the movie. And if you look at the movie, I'm like, you know, I've seen American Pie, right? And it says, you know, go to prom, you'll lose your virginity at prom. Your prom coming up. But again, I'm undateable. No one's going to have me. So I go on my face. And I find a girl who's never been to prom before. And I said, would you go to prom with me if I can get you there? And she goes, yes, uh, I've never been. I would love to. So I have her come to prom with me. And at the end of the night, she ends up sleeping with another guy in the bathroom on my prom night. And my one friend is like, dude, just leave. And to this day, I still have her prom dress. Oh. <laughs> right? Because because we went to an after party at the prom and we changed. She left her prom dress in my car. And while she's hooking up with the other guy at the after party, my friend's like, dude, just leave. 
get out. She's with this other guy. Everybody's laughing at you. Just go. So I go to college, and again, I've seen the movies, right? Uh, you know, Animal House. And it said, in college, that's where you're going to lose your identity. That's where things are going to look like. That's where you're going to meet people and have fun. I decided to join a fraternity, and I pledged for fraternity. Of all the pledges, they hazed me with everybody else. I'm the only pledge where they sat down and said, we don't think you're a good fit. We're sorry, but we don't think you're exactly what we're looking for in this fraternity. So I put in a paper front. And it was just, and this is just like the highlight reel. Like it was rejection after rejection after rejection, where I was like, what is wrong with me going on? And then I stumbled upon the self-help section, and I realized the first fundamental truth that got me where I am today. And that was, this is a learnable and teachable skill set. It's not that some guys have it, some guys don't. Some people naturally pick it up, but you can learn this. And I started dedicating my entire existence to figuring this out. I made my major psychology, uh, you know, to be a psychologist. Not really be a psychologist, though. I did it because I wanted to study this. I wanted to get this down. Uh, I was going out six nights a week. I was experimenting everything under the sun, testing a little stuff. And finally, when I could afford it, I started to get myself mentors to learn from the best in the world to see, like, how do I go about this the right way? And then the rest was history. I started, I fell in love with it. And I got better and better and better. And eventually, people were starting to turn to me for advice. Because I was like, this is insane. Because I was, you know, I knew nothing. And now, because of my writings online, people were, like, hitting me up, asking for help. And then I just kind of stumbled upon it. Like, you know, one guy, my first job back, it was in 2007 with a company called Miami Dating Coach. And they're like, do you want to take guys out to a bar and approach girls and, and get paid for it? And at first I was like, I don't know if I'm good enough. I don't know yet. Uh, but then eventually I'm like, look, I'm a pro college student. This is what I love to do. Why not? And sure, yeah. it just started, the rest felt like dominoes. I just got more and more into it. And eventually I found a modern clinic. Sorry about the background, by the way. Yeah, um, no, no, it's all good. And, and just for some like color commentary for the people who end up, uh, you know, because we don't keep the video a lot of times for this, we just released on Anchor, you know, the audio. Jared was holding up the the actual dress, you know, probably two minutes ago yeah. in there. So I think I think that's going to be kind of funny for the people listening to it. They're going to be like, "What are these guys talking about?" But no, I mean, yeah, dude, so that's the remind me where I came from. It, and that's that's a great way to look at it too, because I think a lot of people have those trials and tribulations, and then just say, "Oh, that was a terrible time." They don't actually look at it from a learning experience. When for you, it's like you create a business out of it a whole business on on something that was a problem for you and i really believe this that people create businesses to solve problems for themselves originally right same same with us same with you right you had this problem you couldn't figure out how to get that solution with somebody else and then it's like bam i figured it out now you can give that gift to other people just like us right with our business so what do you think your best starting the business starting the business was different than than doing the coaching sure i started a business out of necessity so I started coaching back in 2007, been at it for nearly 15 years now, right? Wow. And I was okay with that. Uh, some, some days were better than others. Sometimes uh, at my best, I might have like an 8K month. Uh, at my worst, sometimes maybe go down to like a 2K month. It was kind of hit or miss. Actually, no, when I first started as a, junior, as a kind of a coach for some of the other companies, I was making like maybe $200 in a month, like, like nothing, right? So I was still on path to like be a psychologist. I'm like, this won't pay the bills. But I love actually teaching and helping other guys get this down and breaking this down. But then fast forward, you know, to about two years ago, and I've been working with so many other companies out there. I've been like seeing everything they do. And I was just fed up with the industry that I was in because they weren't really helping guys. They were 
scamming people. They were taking advantage of them. They only cared about marketing. They didn't care about the actual coaching. Uh, they were teaching stuff that was like clickbait, like night, like it sounded great, but wasn't actually the real thing that would get you better and, and sure. get them like the real uh, results. And I was just very sick of you know being part of you know part of all of this and not actually doing the grunt work and doing the right stuff for for the guys who were suffering the way I did. So eventually I just said enough's enough and I found up on learning out of necessity because of all the garbage that's out there. And sadly, I was part of it for a bit. So, you know, I was uh, coaching to some of these companies, teaching what they wanted me to teach and doing it because it's like, that's my boss, I have to. And, you know, it's it, it the shadiest practices where it's like, I would get a girl's number, but then convince the guy that he got it, not me, you did it. I was just like transferring it over so the guy would feel good about himself, but it wasn't teaching him anything real. And I just, I really just had enough, uh, enough of it, uh, the practices I saw. And that's what made me want to start my own business. I never really had that entrepreneurial spirit at first. Now I love it. Now, you know, there's no going back. Uh, I think it's a whole nother game. I think it's a whole nother great thing. And everybody should, you know, test it out and keep it themselves. But there's a big fear because I never saw myself as a business guy. I was always a coach. And taking that leap, that it was crazy scary for me, uh, was one of the best things I've ever done. Not just for all the guys I'm helping and, and teaching out there, but also for me as an individual, my own growth. Yeah, it's interesting you bring that up too, because like there's these parallels between kind of the skill set that you've learned over time and how that applies, right? Through coaching, coaching is still sales and persuasion and, and teaching people how to, to move that along. Running the business still ha requires sales and persuasion and, and a good outcome, right? So what do you think is different between the, the coaching that you did in the past and the business that you have today? Like what's the principal difference? Well, I mean, Running a business, entrepreneurship skills, is so, like, I call it social influence because learning business, I was going crazy how similar it was to all this stuff. I thought it was a completely separate animal. And I'm like, oh my God, these are the same the same mindsets to get good, the same techniques to get good. So I've just become convinced that the way to get successful at anything is all the same. And that's like a whole nother uh, talk we could do on that. But uh, it, it was great. But to answer your question, I guess the, the key differences here is business cares about profit. Coaching cares about the student, cares about the coaches, the, the, you know, the, the student here. Ideally, these things go together, right? You get your student results and business thrives, but not all the time. There are some times where it's easier to just do it better, to, you know, for business to profit, or there's something that might be go the extra mile for a student, but that doesn't really help the business at all, right? So. I always wanted to make sure that, you know, I guess the big, big key difference of my, my coaching background is even at my own expense, even at my own cost, I'm going to go that extra mile for my student. And I think my guys know that about me. They've seen that. And that's a big differentiator. While other guys might do one call a week, I'm doing daily calls with my guys. While, you know, another coach might say something like, look, you want extra time? Then you got to book another call with me. You got to pay for some extra help, whatever. I'm the one being like, if I can't do it, I'll, and you need help with like a therapist, I'll pay that therapist for you. I'll buy it for you and, and help you out. Or if I'm with them, I'll gladly give them extra time. Uh, there was one guy I remember, we had a, we had a seminar uh, doing like a, we're, we're speaking in different cities to like get people to come to a boot camp, right? And this was the day before and I, I finished my speech and my team was like, yo, we gotta go plan out the boot camp. We gotta like get all this shit down. 
Uh, there's a lot of stuff you have to do. But after my talk, a guy came up to me and said, yo, I was on, I'm going to be real with you. I was thinking of ending it all, committing suicide uh, this Wednesday because I'm so lonely and I just feel like no girl or no people, people don't like me. Uh, but after listening to your talk, I feel like there's hope. I have a few questions though for you, if you don't mind. And I said, fuck everything we're doing. Like, you guys have to figure this out. I, mean, I sat down with him for two hours coming up with a game plan uh, for example. And again, this is not a guy who's giving me money. There's, there's, he's a broke college kid. There's no, this is actually going to hurt the boot camp coming up. I'm not prepping more. But it was like, that's why I'm, I'm here to coach first and foremost. So helping him was the priority at that point. And I think guys just realized that about me. Like, I, I definitely try to go that extra mile for them. And and it does end up getting them results. But and I, hopefully that's good for the business. But if it's not, I don't care. And that's that's a fundamental value of why I found a bunch of in the first place. Yeah, and I was gonna say, I, I think it really comes back to the ethics, right, too. There's there's people who, all, lots of people have business over here and then their ethics sit over here. And it's just this, it doesn't blend together, right? And, and with what you're right. saying, it's like, listen, it's people first, right? People first, profit last kind of thing. And that concept, yeah. anyone who runs a business that way uh, ends up being more successful typically because people refer to each other, they're happier at the service, they get better outcomes, they, they just enjoy the experience as opposed to just like, hey, give me money and I give you X, right? Trade me A for B, like that transactional kind of way to do things. It's just not as exciting. And I think a lot of people get hurt by that, right? So I, I think what you're doing is actually the, the values are the most important thing. So just to make sure that we keep the episode not super long, what's the future of what you're doing? Let's talk about that. We talked about the past, we talked about the present and what you guys are doing now. Well, what's the future of, of the work that you're doing? How's it gonna progress and what are you gonna be doing? Uh, for modern, I mean, I have some different stuff for my own future where I see myself kind of going, but for modern flirting specifically, what I want to do is I want to obviously scale, you know, scale it out. And a key purpose of that is I want to make sure guys have support systems in each major city where they have people, you know, their own community they can go to because that was so vital to me when I was learning this. I had guys in person, you know, with me and it was so useful. So we have amazing family, like amazing uh, virtual one. But the more people we bring in, the more guys can find women and guys that you know, actually can person meet up with. Uh, I want to, the future is I would like to open up to women one day. I want to, I think it'd be so cool having a seminar where I'm coaching men and I'm coaching women and then I'm coaching them together and then having them meet up and like matching people together and not just, you know, match them and now you're on your own and helping them out make relationships actually really work. I think a, another key part of the future right now is to put more emphasis and more, uh, more thought on not just the dating side, which is obviously people come to me because you know, they want to get better with women, but also the lifestyle side and helping them uh, grow not just with social skills, but I want to get like a team of like health coaches and business coaches and guys who are going to help them grow in all areas of life as well to make them more attractive uh, in general. And I'm already starting with that. I, I've got a, a incredible uh, fashion consultant in my group right now, Victoria. She's done stuff with the San Francisco 49ers, Miami Dolphins, Kilo Green, like famous rappers. Uh, and she's doing fashion consults that had business coaches in there. So it's already kind of like starting, but I want it to be a one-stop shop for really living your full potential, your ultimate lifestyle. Yeah, and it's interesting you bring that up too, because there's a lot of uh, professional consultants and coaches and, and just entrepreneurs that say there's four parts of everything, right? There's health, wealth, love, and happiness. Those are the four kind of pillars of everything. And, and right now, you're really focused on that that third pillar, love, but there's all the other four pieces, right? Or the other three pieces that you will holistically will, will help everybody. So I think that's a really cool direction to go. And also, like you said, 
you're servicing men right now, there'll be that opportunity, you know, hopefully in the future to, to serve the other the other half, right, uh, of the population. So I think there's a lot of great opportunities there. For the people who end up listening to this, right, we have a lot of entrepreneurs that listen to the show and they're all from different backgrounds, but a lot of them are very busy entrepreneurs. What's the best way for them to link up with you or learn more about what you guys do at Modern Park? I mean, that's my bread and butter. It didn't start that way, but it kind of started where I was helping more like the comic book nerds and, and whatnot. And then I guess I, you, you just attract what you are. I, I think that's just ultimately what it comes down to. So it started with more like the comic book nerds, and then it got more like uh, computer programmers. But lately, now what it's becoming is busy professionals, entrepreneurs, CEOs, more and more of those guys are finding me and coming in. And what I'm really helping them with is realizing, and here, here's the key thing with the entrepreneur guys, why they wanted this in the first place. Why they Because it's very easy to get stuck in a golden handcuff as an entrepreneur. It's very easy to get indoctrinated with that whole like grind, grind, grind till five in the morning and bust your ass, bust your ass, bust your ass to, to make it work. And again, and you have to at times, for sure that's a thing. But ultimately, when I get to the heart of it and I ask these entrepreneurs, why are you doing this? Why, did, why not work a nine to five? They go, because I wanted a lifestyle. You know, I wanted a nice thing, I wanted a lifestyle, but there's nothing sadder than the entrepreneur who's holed up with his Rolexes and Lambos and his mansion and he's got no one to share with. And he's doing all this shit and he's just a slave to like his future comfort, but he's holed up and he's by himself and he's got nothing, you know, he's got no lifestyle for it, right? So, what I do specifically with the entrepreneurs is I show them how they can have their cake and to, how they can manage their time in a way that allows them to still attract beautiful women, build up a, a thriving social life, and save them money. Like, one of the cool things I show them is, is with social engineering and social influence, how you can live a seven-figure lifestyle when you're only making six figures. It's called social currency, and I, I, that's a whole other thing I could get into. Uh, so I think entrepreneurs, especially, they're, they're success-minded guys. I think they would love what I teach because it helps them with their marketing, it helps them with sales, it helps them be more persuasive, and it helps them build the lifestyle that they truly wanted and maybe forgot along the forgot along the road because they got the golden handcuffs. Uh, to reach me though, if this is something, if you're listening to this and it's something you're interested in, and you want to date more beautiful women, you want to have a be connected with high-status guys. You, you know, you don't want to just be working nonstop and enjoying your life while you're still young to enjoy it. Uh, social media, you can hit me up on Facebook, Jared Syke Lawrence. Uh, Instagram, same thing, uh, Jared Syke Lawrence. And you can email me, uh, Syke, T-S-Y-C-H, at modernflirting.com. Uh, you can check out the website, modernflirting.com. Like, I'm not hard to find. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So for the people who are, you know, like you said, the people who are busy entrepreneurs, I think that's a really good fit for, for the audience that we have here on the prospecting show. There's a lot of people, like I said, that are, that are busy entrepreneurs and trying to scale up that, but also haven't really locked in the personal lifestyle, you know, that piece of it. They're like you said, they're in the golden handcuffs, just trying to make it happen. So if you guys are interested, definitely link up with uh, Jared. There's like you said, a million ways to get a, get a hold of you, but uh, I think Facebook, you and I linked up uh, quickly there. So that's probably a good channel. And uh, yeah, man, really appreciate your time. Too. I'll, I'll do it for if, if any of the guys listening they mentioned connor's name uh i will give them a free copy of my book psychology of modern flirting here uh just for free just for mentioning your name say so you heard me on the show and i'll send you guys away it's my story it shows 15 steps to attracting the kind of women you want what i call the attraction ladder success mantras that i think not only work for women but are success mantras i use still to this day for business uh i think it really just helps in all walks of life yeah, man. Well, I really appreciate that. It's going to be great for the for the listeners of the show. Thank you so much for coming on, man, and have a great rest of the day. Thanks, thanks for having me, man.